Welcome to Turn to Your Neighbor. This is the Christian Talk Show where we talk about the church, music, movies, social media, and a whole lot more. My name is Cliff and this is Dr. T. Hello. What up, up, up? neighbors? I'm back and better than ever. (laughs) Well, the trend continues. I can't have two co-hosts on the show at the same time. This is insane. I blame work. Adulting. I blame adulting. Nah, I don't I don't know what's going on with the other co-hosts. Um, but I blame adulting, which is not for the weak at heart. Or adulting, the... adulting in life, unfortunately. Yeah. You know, it just gets more and more challenging. But we in here. We in here. And Big we ready. J- Big J will not be joining us today, but nah. we here. The neighbors are here. So we gonna we in get here. Going. We're right. feeling good, spreading feeling good. some joy and some love. While it's snowing at the end of April, oh, you but that's all right. Thoughts and prayers to y'all. <laughs> Seriously, dealing with snow. Pray, pray for us. Pray for us. Prayers. Yes, it was seriously snowing. Huh? That's when you well, just when y'all put y'all shovels away. Literally, Cliff, no. put up my. Um, I go through. I change over like my clothes and my boots and stuff like that. Literally, I believe just it. put up the boots like last Thursday. I believe it. This is insane. Today had to get my baby snowsuit out. He's all excited. He's like, You think I'm gonna get to play in the snow at school? I'm like, probably, little man, probably. Yeah, snow was only cool when you his age. When you young and you don't know no better, you don't have to shovel, you don't have to commute in it. That's when snow was cool. When you get older, snow was one of the biggest inconveniences in your life. Yeah, it wasn't so bad. It was actually beautiful to see it falling on the trees. And it was not creating a a lot of mess because it was melting for the most part as soon as it hit the ground. It was piling up on the grass. Um, And it's like snow on tulips. Cause we have tulips in our yard and it's just like, these two things don't mix. This just, the tulips are just like, like yeah. <laughs> what's happening. Yeah. We here though. Want to thank all neighbors for hanging out with us tonight. Do me a favor right now, wherever you are, please share with you. Those of you watching this live, hit the share like button towards the bottom, right underneath us down here. Uh, neighbors that are watching us on demand, you can still share, even though you are not with us live in, in person. You can still share wherever you are. Indeed. Right now. God will meet you in your share. Hello. This is how the internet works. This is how the magic of the (laughs) internet. You can share wherever you are. The magic of on demand. That's right. Yes. Yes. All right. So let's get to it because some interesting stuff has happened this past week. Indeed. Um, So Congress, um, I'm not Congresswoman, I'm sorry. Um, Representative Ilhan Mm -hmm. Omar. Mm Mm-hmm. Many of you probably know her. They call her one of the the squad, one of the newer um, representatives. So she um, made this interesting tweet. She shared this video and added some text to it. I'm going to show you and the neighbors the video first. Then I'll show you the text that she added to you. Check out this video that she shared on Twitter. Oh,
Now, some of you might, might not say, okay, not a not a huge deal. You're a, a, a Muslim um, member of um, Congress mm-hmm. sharing a, a bunch of what appears to be Christians singing worship music on an airplane, 30,000 feet in the air. You know, on just looking at the video alone, doesn't seem like a big deal, right? Uh-huh. But the issue came uh, when you see the tweet that she put that accompanied this. And her tweet says, I think my family and I should have a prayer session next time I'm on a plane. How do you think it will end? And uh, Representative Omar being Muslim, Mm -hmm. of course, many Christians were in their feelings that she uh, put this tweet out. Oh, really? Oh, yes. People were upset. People were like, it's Easter. How dare you? Is this in a date? People thought she was making an attack on Christians and all kinds of stuff. Uh, but the question is, what do y'all think about um, people just randomly singing on a plane? Because I think no matter what, no matter what culture you belong to, if you uh-huh. get a group of people that's part of that culture in public, they're going to act out. Not in a bad way, but they're going to have a good time. And case in point, if you go, if you get a bunch of church people at an old country buffet on a Sunday, <laughs> I can guarantee you they're going to break out in some devotion songs or, or something like that. So uh, people, people will act out. Well, not, and not, not necessarily a bad way, but they will, they will express themselves mm-hmm. in, in whatever cultural. Um, They'll be feeling the vibes. Yeah, exactly. You got any thoughts about this? So. I sort of agree with her in the sense of this is indeed people praising and worshiping have no problem with that, but it's packaged in white slash tan. I think this brother's Asian Mm -hmm. privilege, you know, um, If it was a black church choir breaking out in some, you know, a Kirk Franklin uh, and the family number, I also don't think it would have ended. It it would have been as well received. So, um, you know, she's she's Muslim. She's she's a dark skin, you know, uh, woman. I think she's right. And you could tell the one dude who who's like right next to the guy in the guitar, he's just like this. Oh, he, yeah, he was annoyed. <laughs> Let me see if I can find that brother. This brother. Okay, right. he's, he's like straight face. Like, see I can, seriously. Uh, I'll go back to him. This brother right there. This yeah. guy right here, he is not happy. He ain't having it. No. And for the record, I tried to find, I can't tell if this is a chartered plane or not. Um, so... Of course, I think the context is a little different. If it's a charter plane and you all together. That doesn't so. seem to be the case. Though, I, right? I, I don't think so, given this brother's um, yeah. this brother's facial expression, but you never know. Yeah, it's just like, it's not the... It's not like they broke out in like the national anthem or something that's like neutral. You know what I'm saying? Not that I would sing the national anthem if they broke out in that. Also, you just shouldn't be doing this because um, it's a plane. And stuff like this makes me nervous on planes. I'm convinced that being on a plane is, it brings out the worst in humanity. (laughs) For whatever reason, people want to 
take off their shoes, put their bare feet on top of the, the, the chair. <laughs> Uh, my, my my biggest pet peeve on planes is when um there when there was a time when you know planes used to board from the back like after after first class and and people would oh, really special, yeah after first class and this was this i mean this is not that long ago this is a couple years ago planes were bored from the back so after first class and after mm-hmm. people with, with any special assistance and then after the one like member group now now airlines have like five five ten different members you groups. pay like 15 like, they got gold club gold platinum early, platinum right. and silver club like, yeah before right. you just had one club now it's like 50 clubs that all got aboard before regular people. yeah but so what what happened was after all those special groups would get on, mm-hmm. then it was brought from the back to the front. So row thirty or whatever the last row was would board first. I used to um, I used to get on probably you know towards the back so I could just mm-hmm. not have to mess with people. But my biggest sure. pet peeve would be people who were you sit in the back, you get on, you put your luggage in row like ten, and your seat is in row thirty. I can't. Talk about it, Cliff. Talk about it. Though and it I was never really affected by it, but those people made me want to fight. Not <laughs> like, oh just, my gosh. Just the ignorance. Cause the, I just couldn't stand the ignorance. A kindred spirit. I yeah, agree. Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. I hate that. Also, yeah. the people that told you 50 million times, guess what? If you sit in this steerage, we respect your hustle. Everybody can't afford the regular economy seat some of y'all struggling with basic economy that's all right we got you but guess what we ain't got no room for your luggage on this plane we will check it complimentary all of a sudden don't nobody want to check their luggage no more now that's not a problem if you sit near the front of the plane it's a problem if you sitting right back there in front of the uh, bathroom like know your know your um your rank and your and 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 your status also don't begin on the plane i see this all the time now they board in group numbers mm-hmm. sir you're group 9 why are you in the front of the line? It's just started boarding. We ain't nowhere near your number. Sit down. We somewhere. ain't nowhere near. Sit okay? down somewhere. Just be, you're getting on right before we close the door. Yeah, just have, literally have several seats. Airline, airline travel brings out the worst. Brings out the worst. It, it really does. And it shows how people don't respect rules. And some people don't understand them. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but the, I once heard a flight attendant say, well, remember, like, every time that we're flying, it's somebody's first time. Yeah, okay. So. That's good for them. <laughs> so, but Re- Representative Omar, she's not wrong in what she's saying, though. Right. I mean, unfortunately, it would have ended differently. If her, unfortunately, our country is what it is, and our country has um, the unfortunate uh, connotation, unfortunate opinion of Muslim people. That yes, if Muslim people were on a plane praying loudly, somebody would have said something. Somebody would have been upset. Word. And as a Christian, we have we have that that privilege. Uh, and I'm not saying God given privilege. I'm saying privilege in this country. Um, that it's not right that we have this privilege. We have this privilege where we can be much more openly expressive of our faith, and fewer people would be offended by it, or fewer people would right. complain about it. If you are, I still think though, it's intertwined with race. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah. 
also like so when he sits down what's happening with the guitar like Overhead? is he oh he's putting that up there he probably puts it in his case probably dude just sit down it's like why are you get i know the person sitting in his row was like is this dude getting out the guitar yeah, but nah. if you go to if you go to a representative Omar's uh Twitter account is is I L H A N M N on Twitter, you can see all of the conservatives coming at her. So this is anti-Christian. Why do you hate Christians? It's Easter, that's why they're doing this. So like 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 saying it's East thing is Easter makes it okay. Um so people of course coming at her and she handled it very well. Um, also, Representative Omar. These are economy class problems. <laughs> Upgrade, sis. <laughs> yeah, it, it, even some of the spend neighbors. That, spend those taxpayer dollars. Get some you in the first class, neighbors, girl. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> some of the neighbors are saying, like, uh, I'm, I'm saved and I'd still be annoyed with dude exactly. pulling my guitar. Yeah, dude, why can't you just sit down and just pull Not out your iPad place, or your laptop or do something? Go to sleep, watch a movie, do something else. But y'all want to have praising worship on the and people be looking at you sideways if you got a baby crying yeah. this dude breaks out with time. a whole uh song mob basically because they're standing in the middle of the standing in the middle of the flight attendant should not have allowed this privilege privilege facts all right so we gonna move on did you see the verses on sunday BB and CC Winans, Mary Mary, did you catch it? Did you catch it? I didn't catch it on Sunday, but I okay. did watch it today because okay. I knew we were going to talk. We're going to talk about it. it? <laughs> yes. So I must say, this is this was extremely well done. Agreed. So props to BB and CC, uh, props to Kev uh, Kev on stage who hosted it. DJ Malski did a great job DJing because he, he was getting it going before he even started. Yes, it, it was it was good. Um, BB was actually I hadn't seen BB in that light, but BB was really entertaining. I knew he would be. Yeah, I did. I don't like. I mean, I know yeah. of BB and I, I follow his career, but I'm not like I don't like go out looking for BB content. Right. That makes sense. So, see, Detroit, you know, um, Detroiters, the wine is, you know, the wine is. That family is a, has a very, they have very high standards, very high performance standards. Marvin Winans has a school, a performing arts school. Okay. um, Has had it for years um, in Detroit. It's a, it's a serious, um, they just have really high standards. I will say I enjoyed myself. I agree that BB did get a little out of pocket at one point, but then he found his lane. I think he was a little intimidated. Versus is new for people over 50 they kind of, who don't really get social media and don't really have Instagram accounts and stuff. So I think he was trying to be funny. He sort of came at Cece and yo, you know what hit me in my heart? What's that? CC doesn't know the words to any of the old Mac, Mac brought, that, brought that up. So for the neighbors didn't see it. Uh, really quick, if you don't know what Versus is, Versus is two artists and they go back and forth singing a portion of their songs. And they, they sing behind the actual audio recording. So there's no band or nothing, no instruments. It's the, the DJ's playing the audio recording of the song and they're singing on top of it. Um, CC had to pull out words 
to, and this, I mean, maybe like the first half of their set. She didn't do it the whole set, but probably the first half of their set. So they each did 20 songs. So probably a good between five and 10 songs, somewhere in that range. Uh, CC had the words. And she wasn't like trying to hide it, like keep it on, no. the, uh, keep it on a little podium. No, no, she yes. had it in her hand. <laughs> and then BB needed, he was trying to be cool. And she was like, I got your words right here. <laughs> Giddy old is not no. for the week. Yes. As I heard a man say to me in Trader Joe's once, it ain't for punks. I respect it though. I'm like, oh my gosh, one day I'm going to forget things like that. <laughs> but she she knows her songs. Oh yeah. Which she's been singing for the last, you know, 30 plus years. Yeah. She doesn't know her songs yeah. with him like that. She knew the the newer one that they sang close to you, but mm -hmm. she didn't know the stuff from like the old stuff. And she yeah. knew and she knew the popular stuff. So she knew like addicted love. Exactly. Yeah. But, but Mary Mary, though, I showed out. Did I not tell you Mary Mary was gonna be ready and prepared? Did we not say they showed out? Let me tell they you. Did. I got into it. I was like, look, Mary Mary is a special group. And I feel like now that things are going like um certain kind of way in my life, you know, adulting, mm -hmm. their songs, they hit yeah. me in a different way. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. like now I need this yeah. song. Before I was just like, you know, yeah. dancing to the beat. Yo, they songs were hidden. I love that they had the sisterly love happening. Erica is the hardest working woman in gospel. Period. Period. She sang her songs. She sang some of BB and CC songs. BB and CC songs. Yes. She sang Mary Mary it. songs. And was happy and about it. And stayed in those hills the whole time. Sis, I respect it. I truly respect it. How somebody does that, write books, got three kids, got a husband, got a radio show. She's the hardest working woman in gospel. Period. The thing I like, one of the things I liked about it best is I like when, um, when, whenever an artist, an entertainer, or anyone does something that's clearly fan service and versus is, is really for the fans because yeah. these artists are not making like thousands of dollars off of this. Right. Um, you know, when it first started, people was in their house. So, I mean, this, exactly. this is clearly for the fans. Yeah. If you are an artist and you do, and you agree to do something that's clearly fan service, my only ask is that you take it seriously. Yes. Show up and take it seriously. And all four of them, they definitely took it seriously. And they they had a good time. I was having a good time watching it. And they they took it seriously. They, they clearly understood the assignment. So I props to them. Yes. And this is I did not have an issue with their song selection at all. Like all the songs. I, my only issue is that they ended, they they should have they ended on um I love God. Erica, Erica Campbell, I mm. love God with the family. They should have ended on shackles. I'm not sure why they why they went to that one song, but I mean that's that's just my little nitpick. But other mm -hmm. than that, it was super entertaining. Yeah, I had a lot of fun watching it. Um, I was driving, so I couldn't even see how people were responding on social oh, media. Oh, it was it was. I mean, I didn't see that either since I watched it. Mm -hmm. I watched. I didn't watch the verses stream i watched somebody else's stream of it but um the other nice thing so this was in la yeah and so you had a lot of celebrities there um yep. and you could see them i love to see artists 
appreciating other artists mm -hmm. in whatever medium um, they create within. I love to see that. So you saw Tabitha Brown, you saw Stevie Wonder, you saw um, all of their family members who are like sort yeah. of, uh, they brought they brought on they brought up Deborah Joy and Juan yes. for one of right. their songs. Yeah, because yeah. they did. They have a state. There's a BB and CC stage production, and Deborah and Juan play. Uh, CC and BB, okay. respectively. But you know Deborah Joy Winans' uh, neighbors from Greenleaf, Green, yeah. Chastity and Greenleaf. But uh, so she was there with like her baby, and I was like, "Ooh, girl, I wouldn't have my baby up there." It was if there was no social distancing or mask, folks. No. But you know, this was a. It seemed like a very specific audience from the people that I could tell. Um. Who else was there other than, oh, goodness. Oh, Shanice and Flex Flex was there. Okay. Um, everybody was just so into it. Oh, the yeah. Spontaneity. Oh, and they had church. BB and Cece have this, like, sibling language thing. And you could, you know, at one point, like, Cece started riffing. And then BB went into it. And I'm like, yes. That's y'all's lane. Like, this is it. And I was like getting my whole life <laughs> at yeah. four o'clock today watching. And at their at their age, I'm not sure exactly what their ages are, but BP and C still CC vocally, they still got it. Absolutely. Vocally still Absolutely. Got it. Definitely. That one song that they did when they brought up um they brought up Deborah Joy and Juan. That's the only song I was like, okay, I think we can wrap this up now. That's the mm -hmm. only time I think they ran a little too long for everything else. Mm -hmm. I thought it was good. Erica and Tina were great. Tina, Tina's voice is still strong. She's still the strong, yes. powerful one. Erica is still the smooth one. And yes. Tina even kind of mentioned that. Like Eric, when they were in the studio, Erica can do things with her voice that Tina can't. Tina can do stuff love with her voice that, that Erica can't. Yeah. And I like I love that they know that about each other. And they, I love they, and they that. Embrace that. Yeah. They didn't bring any drama. And so that made I was nervous about that. Why would you think they would bring drama to this? Just because of reality show. Well, well, I don't know if but I, this, that I know show was so a, that show, show was so long ago. Yeah, show was like a couple years. And, and B, it was like if 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 someone followed us around and edited out only our drama, like that's yes. what it would look like. Yes. So, yeah. I don't. So I, don't, I I was happy to see that it yeah. was just love and genuine, and everybody was having a good time. Yeah, you know, it was, it was it was worth watching. Neighbors, if you didn't watch it live, this is one of those ones. It is worth yeah. go going check it out. To watch. Go check. Yeah. You will definitely have a good time if you if you love. You don't even have to love BB and CC or Mary Mary, but if you really like gospel music. It was a good time. It was a good time for gospel music that night. Very um, much so. And if, I mean, I know some people keep score. If you keep a score, Mary Mary won, but yeah, you know. For yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. I mean, <laughs> but, but CC is CC. Yeah. You also, and even they acknowledge that. Like, also, it's CC. So exactly. We and CC really didn't pull out her, her, like, her big, her, like, her heavy cards. Like, they only did. They only each did one solo. Erica did two solo songs because I Love God was the finale. But they only each did one solo song. Everything mm -hmm. else was from the group songs, the group catalog. Because mm -hmm. so, if they did more solo stuff, then CC would have just like wiped the floor with everybody. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Basically. But she was having a good time. She was there for yeah. the enjoyment yeah. of it all. 
it was I like to see them having fun and enjoying their arts. Yeah. And even though it wasn't like a real battle, like BB's attitude in the beginning was kind of kind of funny. Like, cause he was like, Yeah, I wanna I wanna come out here and beat y'all. Like, so that was cool. When it was showed, real when they, yeah, when it, but when they showed the package in the beginning. And you know they show in the beginning they show the video package of them actually getting their yeah invitation. yeah 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 and then mm -hmm. he goes he's yeah we gonna go beat them something to that yeah thing. I thought <laughs> that was funny I thought that was funny. it it was it because yeah. it's a little bit of truth in it you can tell that he's I feel like he's more competitive oh, and so. he thought that I think he thought that Tina was gonna play off that but she was really low key. Um, yeah. So I I loved it all. They all looked great. It was just a great, yeah. great time. Definitely a good time. And Ke he kept on calling Kevin on stage. Kevin. Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> but they were like, it's not Kevin. Kevin. It's Kev <laughs> on. Oh. That <laughs> was funny. It's like, see? The, the classic old person. The classic old person is messing up people's names. You don't get the internet. He ain't never heard of Kev on stage. He, so BB is 59. CC is 57. They look great. Well, he never heard of him, but he met the man earlier because they showed Kev on the red carpet interviewing BB. <laughs> they were talking pre-show. Like, all right, Kevin. Kevin. Oh, BB. But it was a, it was a good show. On if you had stage. <laughs> on what stage? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it was definitely a good time. If you haven't checked it out, highly recommend it. Yes. Really good. So shout out to Versus and uh, BB and CC. Well done. And Mary Mary. Mm -hmm. Okay, so um, this this next thing, this next thing I came across, it is really interesting. Um, so there is this Canadian church and they hosted what is called a suicide, uh, assisted suicide ceremony for one of their members who has ALS, which um, a lot of people know is Lou Gehrig's disease. So um, this member of the church in Winnipeg, this woman is 86, her name is Betty Sangwin. And so um, the church's leadership had a non unanimously approved. So Betty's, the, uh, Betty requested this, the, the member requested this, an assisted suicide ceremony be held in the sanctuary of this church. And so what happened was they they kind of brought her in and they they gave people, family, friends, anyone that had this this extended period of time where people can come in and say their goodbyes and, and all that kind of stuff. And then um, they gave Sister Betty a lethal injection. And about an hour later, she she passed away. And then they kind of let people come kind of come back in and um you know, pay their respects after she had passed away. I'm interested to know your and the neighbor's thoughts on this. What would what what do you think about someone having an assisted death ceremony in, in your church? Yeah, I probably wouldn't have made this this service. <laughs> um <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I get it, I understand the this is completely legal you know in canada and um i understand that it was a you know it was a it was a decision that they made under thought and prayer and yeah. all that i don't i just don't know that that's my kind of 
I, I, because I've never seen anything like that, I just don't know that I would have been okay processing. Oh, I mean, that I probably would have been traumatized. Oh, yeah. And, and just for the record, yes, this it did happen in the church's sanctuary. So, yeah. where they have Sundays or Sunday service and all the yep. services, they, um, <laughs> they, um, they help this woman end her life. But people get, and they said, but they let people come in like all throughout the day yeah. um, to say their goodbye. So, and some people said like, oh yeah, it was like a wake, except the person is alive oh, wow. still, which is nice for her, I guess. But I don't know that I would have been okay processing that lie. Yeah, so I thought I've thought about this, and I'm sure all of us know someone who has passed on, and you wish you had a chance to really say goodbye. Mm-hmm. Mm, you okay. wish you, and so that's what this like. You know exactly. The Bible says, "No one knows the day and the hour when the Lord comes," but you know the day and the hour <laughs> when you are going to meet the literally. Lord. Well, you literally, and so. And so for both sides, it gives her a chance to say goodbye and kind of reconcile if she has to, or if anyone has mm. to reconcile with her. You know, I mean, I'm sure we all know people who who they lost someone. They wish they could have reconciled with that person before that person passed away. So this, I mean, it sound it does sound, not going to lie, it, it does sound slightly odd that this is happening in the church. Like where we go and worship, where we, where we sing praises to God that this is happening. But uh but the fact that um the fact that at least those people got to say goodbye to her and right. she got to say goodbye to them at least i mean there there can be some peace in that mm-hmm. also like what richard bullock said he says what if you get to the gates and get turned away because this mess <laughs> i also was thinking like is this to what extent i mean i haven't obviously looked up any scriptures on this but i'm like to what extent is this like not you not jesus take the will but nah jesus i got yeah so there is there is a a belief there is a belief among christians or certain believers that suicide does not keep you out of heaven oh yeah no i don't think it keeps you out of heaven but i just don't know that it's if this is even with a terminal illness or debilitating illness at 86, if, it, if, if it's this a... is like what the father's heart is. Exactly. You, yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. No, I, I mean, look, you say yeah. she believe in Jesus. Yeah. She, she's going to yeah. see him, but is he going to be like now about how you ended up here? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you try to live your life as best as you can. Yeah, and for as long as you can, and then you end it by kind of doing God's job for Him. Right. You become. You sort of t- stepped into that role. <laughs> it's it is it's so many uh, things. Of course, the neighbors in full neighbor fashion. Max says, "What if you change your mind mid ceremony?" <laughs> I mean, I guess it's still not too late as long as as long as, as, long long as you haven't had the injection. And I can totally see that you like you you you've been embraced by loved ones and all this, and you think, well, I still got something to live for, even though you know my life is clearly not long. Anyway, you slice it without ALS, she's eighty six. So I mean, just the just the, 
the statistics say you don't have much longer. Um, but yeah. Um, oh, good Lord, Pastor Hampton. <laughs> is it petty? This is Pastor Hampton. Is it petty if I get some stuff off my chest at this moment? Look here, Deaconess. I ain't never liked you. You've been mean and hateful my whole life. Well, I mean, hey, this is that time. This is whatever you got to say, whatever you got to do. This is the time for that. So, yeah. You Process definitely... it. I, I, there's I an episode of the show Atlanta, a recent episode from the new season where they do this. They end up stumbling into a medical assisted death mm-hmm. ceremony. And they don't realize, they think the person is dying naturally. They don't realize that the person is about to be, you know, essentially aided into death. Um, But they have these things called death doulas that just like, so if you, when you have a baby, you can hire a woman, you can hire a birth doula to Mm -hmm. care for you leading up to the birth of your baby and even postnatal. Um, so now they, but they have death doulas also who help prepare the family and also the person and like usher you into that stage. Um, but I can imagine this getting dicey if someone were to change their mind. Also an hour after you get the injection is when you die. If you're conscious for that hour, that's an interesting hour. Well, I mean, you've had, you've had, I'm, I'm assuming weeks or months to build up to this. I mean, and, and then, yeah. so you, you've known this is coming. I don't think I have, well, let me say if I'm, I don't know what ALS feels like. I haven't read up enough right. on it to know the kind of suffering you have with, with this particular disease. But I would imagine that at some point you're probably just tired of living with the disease, you know, tired of, of, doing, of, of, of struggling. I don't know if I would have the heart to do what she did. Uh, would I, if this was my loved one, would I attend? Probably so. I mean, I, I, I would attend it with a very somewhat sad heart. Um, but I would, I'd probably attend because this is my chance to say goodbye. Right. And I can think of family members that I wish I would have been nice to kind of have that official goodbye to. Um, yeah. So, um, well, God bless her and her family. Yeah. Yes, it's tough. Yeah. All right, let's move on to something a little lighter. Come please, on. please. <laughs> so uh, we just had Easter resurrection, and you know, lots of lots of churches and people they they do the Easter plays and, and reenactments, and you see Jesus on the cross and all this other kind of stuff. I want y'all to take a look at uh, this Jesus, this actor uh, being Jesus, who clearly had enough of his co his cast members so uh check this out so as you can see let me see if i can get get the sound better um as you can see there is uh this this uh this guy walking down jesus is holding the cross and um i'm gonna i'm gonna replay that So Jesus is walking down the road. Jesus is walking down the road carrying his cross. 
and you know the, the soldiers are beating him as he's carrying his cross well apparently he had enough of the beating because while they're beating him he proceeds to turn and then start kicking them and basically fighting back <laughs> like he he didn't like like the licks he was taking i don't know if brother if, if um they were hitting too hard or yes maybe, maybe he didn't read the book he didn't know that this is part this is what happens to jesus so you you uh you you, you try this. I mean, this is literally, uh, you know, the song "Try Jesus, Don't Try Me" because uh, I like the fight. Well, Jesus apparently likes the fight. That was the scene. Oh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, for the audio listeners, this is like a reenactment that's taking place outside. So yeah. that walk where Jesus is walking with the soldiers with the cross on his back. So these other these co actors. Um, which got a little put too much dank on the hit are like rearing back. I mean, this is like a real a Will Smith level rear back. They yeah. are rearing I back show y'all and right like coming there. down. So you can't see whips. it. You can't see it because it's, it's kind of blurry. But take my word for it. Because so you have all these soldiers over here. These people are dressed as soldiers. You know, he got the helmet. Mm -hmm. He got the the. the the, the the garb or whatever. Right. This brother right here, I think he came off the street because he's basically in a t-shirt and shorts. But he has a whip. Yes, he came off the street <laughs> to try to whip Jesus. Like he he came off the street to get his in. Like clearly he's not part of it. Like he said, I got a red shirt. I'm about to get mine in too. Dude, like uh-uh. Yeah, this is it's when reenactment goes too far and the whole like um audience participation yeah. thing. People just decide uh -uh. I'm gonna get mine in too. Everyone Way else has much. the soldiers, soldiers garb on, and that brother just had a t-shirt and, and shorts. Like he I, I guess he thought JC. he thought we could all participate in just beating Jesus. But it's multiple people too yeah. that are like hit. I mean, they knew that was too much. That's <laughs> why so our brother, my man, stop go. I think it, Pastor Hamilton said, I think it's personal. They had beef. I agree. Clearly. I agree. He had Clearly. beef with the guy playing Jesus. So he, he saw this as his opportunity. He going to tag him in. Just okay. why you can't be doing, I get nervous anytime in church when they're like, and we're going to need a few volunteers from the audience because you don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> like, I get nervous. I feel like this is one of those things, perhaps. Yeah. We need a few volunteers to fill in and be a part of the crowd. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You can't handle this. So we're going to move on. And there are a group of of men in the church who like to school women on what to wear because they don't want women distracting the men in the church. Um, this next example may be type of things that this was probably not what they're referring to, but uh, just check this out. Uh, come on, sound. Hold on. You can do better than that. Every praise. Is to our God. Yeah, Every praise is to our So uh, there's a gentleman at the podium and he, he's introduced in the next song. And then a, a woman comes up and she's just she's wearing a dress, and you can see her thighs, the dress is above her knee. And mm -hmm. as the brother sees those thighs, he loses his Jesus. Comes out well, he well not loses, he he, he gives praise to the Almighty. <laughs> yes. For what he has seen, the brother, the, the brother saw something that he liked, uh, 
And I don't know if if that's I don't think that's his wife because you know some preachers they see their wife and they 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 lose it in front of the the mm-hmm. crowd, but um, because mm-hmm. she's not in on it because she she's completely oblivious. The other two women are clearly um, they clearly get it like they they see what's going on. They're laughing. She's completely oblivious. Um, yeah, bless his heart. Yeah, she. And she's dressed otherwise very conservatively. Yeah, I mean, she, she long has a sleeve dress, shirt, a yeah. turtleneck. Like, um, but you know, she's what we would call voluptuous. So yeah, yeah I mean, that's that's a bit much. I'm I complete, hope they're at least dating. Otherwise, uh, that's a little creepy. Know. Brother gonna shoot his shot. I'm gonna play Every one praise time. is to our God. Hallelujah. You can that's do better than that. Every praise. It's to our God. Every praise. The brother, the brother broke out in the full tongue. <laughs> the brother, what he saw made him. I hope that's if that's not his wife, that makes this whole even funnier. It's. I hope they're dating. Otherwise, it's just uh uh-uh. uh. The the if they're not dating, this is annoying. And we okay, all know that. what it's like when people start to when you've made it clear you're not interested. Well, but how do you the know? person continues how do you to know? make How do you know they have well let me ask this ladies in the neighborhood, would any of you be flattered by this if, if this was not your man? If y'all didn't have a relationship, would you be flattered? Maybe not by this brother, but by any if any brother did this, would you find that flattering? <laughs> Because I don't want the lady, Maybe the neighbors to look at. I don't, yeah, I don't want the neighbors to look at this particular brother because this brother is a little, little overweight. And so I don't want, I don't want the white throwing shade at him. So would, if any brother did that it, it, in church, would uh, would that See, be flattering? Ladies are with me. Yes, Donna said this would be od annoying if she wasn't dating him. No, not flattering. I agree. Like if you're not, if we're not in a mm-hmm. relationship of some kind, uh. Uh-uh. That's not how you come at me. And oh. off of the pulpit, like you're in the pulpit, dude. Relax. You know, people with them church pickup lines, it starts with this. And then after church, the Lord told me that you're going to be my wife. You know, people go to that car. I hate that. I hate that. I hate that. Uh, all right. Um, every parent uh, can relate. <laughs> Uh, I'm not respecting the big dudes. Not respecting the big dudes, Pastor Anthony. I'm just, hey, I'm just saying. I know, I know the neighborhood. I know y'all like to find the smallest thing wrong with, not, not even wrong, the smallest thing about somebody and go in on it. So that's why I took that off the table. Not, not disrespecting the big dudes. I took that element off the table in in my questioning. That's all. All right. Uh, every parent can relate to what we're about to see. Check this out. That circumstance and align to your word, to your will, and your way. <laughs> what God is getting ready to do. So what you saw was there was there was a, a gentleman preaching. And when you heard that pause in the audio, um, what happened was his son came up to him and his son basically uh, said he was hungry. He said, Daddy, I'm hungry. <laughs> so the baby wanted a snack. He didn't care if Daddy was preaching or not. 
he he's sitting on the side like on the side is where mm -hmm. his seat was that's how he even got up there so uh, to to the preacher's right to our left watching the little boy was sitting there and he just i guess decided he was gonna walk up to his father i'm not sure if his father's ever preached there before i don't know what's going on right but the, the gentleman thought he was preaching good until uh baby charlie i guess that's the boy's <laughs> name charlie wanted a snack right uh bless charlie's heart you know that was his truth <laughs> um this is this doesn't see whatever you're doing does not seem as important as the fact that oh, my no. stomach is growling. No. I, I respect you, baby Charlie. We have all church kids have felt that hunger pain. <laughs> we have all felt <laughs> it. Yeah, that's real. I think every parent has had their child interrupt them when they're doing something important for something very trivial. It could be anything. Yes. Or just, yeah, it could be anything, including nothing. Yeah. Like, it's oh, just, yeah. I'm just here. Yeah. <laughs> Letting you know I'm still here. Yeah. It's And then when you want them to do something. Oh, no. God forbid. Yeah. 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 That's funny. Well, I hope he got, you know, his Happy Meal or whatever it was that was on his heart <laughs> after that. <laughs> Ain't no one got no, so this is why, and we talked, I don't know if you was on the show when we talked about this, but this is why some churches have um, nurses that aren't really nurses. <laughs> they don't have license. They just call them a nurse. They don't got no kind of credentials oh, yeah. or nothing, but that's to deal got with the babies. Hat. You got yeah. a little hat to deal with the babies. <laughs> when the babies get out of pocket like this, this is, this is when the get nurse comes in yeah. and the nurse either takes you to the back, <laughs> takes you to the kitchen or something, gives you a, or maybe even just give you a peppermint. Here, baby, just. Suck on this peppermint until the church is over. But see, you know what? See, this is the now we have different kinds of churches, though, neighbors, right? See, yeah. now if he was at a fancy church, Charlie would have been on a playscape. He would have had a juice box and a snack. He would have been arts and crafts. Charlie would have been, been good. Okay. He would have been, been, been in children's ministry. He wouldn't even have been, been goody. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So um I don't know. I and he would have got his thought, snack at the end. He would have got word. I have thought about a lot about this, how like so many of the practices that were taboo mm -hmm. in church when we grew up is like core to like new age non-denominational church. And it's like, if you don't do that, people are like, where's the coffee bar? Like, <laughs> what is this? It's like, that's, well, all churches don't have that, you know, or you the where's children? the, where's the preschool? Where's the kids? Yeah, land? the children like, sit in the... service the whole time with the parents, the whole time. Exactly. What's up with this? <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. We made it out. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So I don't know. It's interesting. Okay, I got one more video. Um, now you're not, you might not be able to make out some of the audio just because the way the brother's talking, but um, I want you to see what happens when this um, this music group has issues with the sound at this church. How y'all doing? All right, y'all forgive me. I gotta get this right. I cannot hear myself. Okay, but still, I still can't hear. Right here, it's nothing coming out. 
Okay, well, I can't do it. Okay, well, the devil is busy, right? Huh? The devil is busy, right? All right. All right, this is what we're going to do. I'll stop you on hook the right the That's fine. So uh, I'm gonna quickly recap this. What happens? So there's this this singing group on that quartet looks like on stage. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, four or five gentlemen and with with a uh, also a drummer and a, a woman playing the guitar behind them. And uh, the brother at that was at the lead mic. He's complaining that he could not hear himself in the monitor that is in front. As you can all tell, you could hear him in the other speakers, the speakers that are facing the crowd, because we all heard him. And in people in the audience was like, we hear you. But the brother could not hear himself in the monitor. And that made him upset. So he starts com- he starts verbally confronting the sound people. Um, they, he <laughs> tells his band that they all dropped their mics. And I guess, you know, someone who, who's with the church or with the facility is coming up, talking to them. And what happens is a brother in a blue shirt, I'm assuming it's a sound man, he comes up. And that's when this thing kind of escalates. The brother gets upset. The the lead mic brother starts talking to the sound guy, and the sound guy is just back there trying to fix the <laughs> fix the drums, fix the sound in the drums. Like he's not even. But all of a sudden, um, what started as the devil is busy now people want to smoke, and everybody world to star. <laughs> yeah, it went from the devil is busy to world star real quick. Well, the video cut off before we could see any kind of activity going on, but. Like my man was ready to throw hands over the sound. He's like, "We ain't never done nothing to you, dude." <laughs> this was a lot. This was a lot. And let's let me, well, they let, serious let me, though. Let me just say this real quick. As as someone who has done sound at multiple churches, now don't take offense to this. If you take offense to this, then this applies to you. But it always seems that the more mediocre of a performer you are the more you complain about the sound. Like the people who are like real excellent or great, if the sound is off, they just roll with it and they just go ahead and do what they got to do. But the more mediocre you are, the more you complain about like small issues with sound. That's just my Mm. experience. I don't take offense to that because I don't sing. So I don't have these kind of problems. (laughs) The lady who walked straight down the middle of the aisle with Mm -hmm. her phone up to record (laughs) this is wrong. You're wrong, sis. That why oh, you catch it up? Yes. Yes. <laughs> she like I'm about to get this. All it is. She not trying to help. She is literally walking. She's up yelling world star. She's walking up. <laughs> yelling world star. That was bad. The people who got out of there remind me of people at clubs. You know how if you at a club and people start things start getting tense and you have the one or two friends who yeah. like uh uh-uh, uh we out. Yeah. It's a few people that walk immediately yeah. start to leave the uh, sanctuary. 
was that he was, I think he was feeling a little insecure, perhaps. They looked like they put a lot of effort into what they had on. They were ready, but maybe he just wasn't feeling it. Yeah, but the putting the mics down, he was being a bit that dramatic. Was a bit much. Yeah, not being able to hear yourself on a monitor is not that big of a deal, bro. Yeah, this is this is not Madison Square Garden. Seriously. Right, right. And then it's like the dude wasn't coming up there to fight you, like you said. He's literally coming behind. He had nothing yeah. to say to you. So you had the brother start. The... He went up there to fix stuff. <laughs> right. You said you can't hear. I'm trying to fix. Now he egging him on. Mama, yeah. like, uh, uh-uh, I'm out. Another lady say, I'm out. Then this lady's like, oh, I'm catching this. Yeah. <laughs> That's the, the, bold. The, yeah, the brother in the suit, he had just had enough. By the time my man got up to my man in the blue shirt, the sound guy, got up to start fixing stuff, the brother in the suit had had enough. And he was ready. He, he was ready for a confrontation. Yes. I don't know if they got history together or what, but he he was ready for something. Yeah, maybe he said something in his breath or something like that. And we <laughs> just didn't. Y'all can't hear say it. no way. <laughs> exactly. Maybe, maybe that's what happened. We give him the benefit of the doubt. All right. That's all I got. Uh, do you have anything for the people? Mine is just a friendly reminder. You know, this past Sunday was Easter Sunday. Okay. And I hope I don't offend anyone, but I'll say what you said, Cliff. But you about to. If I offend someone, you know, then maybe this is for you and take it in the love that it is intended. Let us remember, saints, that um, it's been a minute since we were gathering together in person on the regular. Um, And I'm preparing us for Mother's Day when I suspect this may happen again. It had it happened on Easter. You know, we have those CME saints. People who come to church on Christmas, Mother's Day, Easter. Mm-hmm. Um, so that means that the accommodations that you have grown accustomed to on a regular Sunday, you know, those aren't normally available. And by that, I mean sitting where you might want to sit, having a chair for your purse, for your <laughs> coat. Look, yeah, <laughs> you know what? The thing is, this is my last Sunday ushering, so mm-hmm. I can say this. Okay. Can't, they can't fire me. Um, Saints, let's just remember how it was pre-COVID. We anticipated that it's going to be a full house on these special days uh-huh. and work with your ushers, okay? Help us help you help the saints who don't normally come. We don't want them in the overflow room. We want them to be in the number, right? We want them to be right up there and to hear the word and not have to watch it on a screen, okay? Mm -hmm. So that's all I'm saying. Just a friendly reminder. It's okay if you need it. You know, maybe you're just getting back used to it. It's been a few years, a couple years since we've been in church live for um a full sunday but this is just a friendly reminder help your local usher help you and if you like nah i'm good with that almost every church i know is doing live streaming so if you're like you know what i'm good this sunday because it's gonna be a bit much Mm -hmm. live stream that sunday come back 
the next Sunday. That's all I'm saying. Just a friendly, kind reminder from your neighborhood. I so should. basically you said if you can't handle the crowds at Easter, don't go to church on Easter. Just catch it online and come back the next Sunday. That's but, all I'm saying. But let me let me say for all the pastors, make sure you send in your offering. And you're done. <laughs> Let me, let me say that. But send in your offering. Yes. <laughs> send in. We all you can always do that, right? You you we got the uh text to give and all that. The all that good stuff. Get paid. Hello. <laughs> the bills still gotta get paid. Yes. But yeah, it was a it was an it was an interesting Sunday to see us readjusting to the fullness that is um a church on Easter Sunday. Folks, folks were ready. First, folks were ready. So, so let's be ready when Mother's Day rolls around. We're gonna be doing this again. It's gonna be hopefully hotter and not snowing. Um, let's be just prepared. Let's bring our best selves, our okay. most courteous selves. That's all. There you have it. That's all. Doctor T's wise words for Easter. <laughs> Easter survival. Yes. Before. Before somebody got to get cut up in church. Yeah, we don't, we don't want world star level scenes popping off, right? We don't want that. We don't want that. Oh, <laughs> I want to thank all the neighbors for hanging with us tonight. We do this show every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern right here on Facebook and YouTube. Uh, we appreciate all the neighbors that watched us live and commented. Thank you so much. Y'all made the show so much more live. Um, if you can't watch um, live, that's okay. Or if you came in late and you want to go back, you always check us out on demand or on YouTube, Facebook, go to turntoyourneighbor.com for links to all the ways you can watch on demand. Uh, also, you can check out the Turn to Your Neighbor podcast, wherever you get your podcast from. Um, you know, we, we appreciate those of you that watch us live, but if you can't, it's okay. Just, you know, make sure those of you that watch on demand, you keep liking, subscribing. You can still comment. We'll reply to your comments and all that kind of stuff. It's all good. So we appreciate all y'all for hanging with us on tonight. Okay. You got anything else? We're good. Hopefully right. we'll be a we'll be the three, the trio next week. At some point. We <laughs> we'll hope y'all keep the faith. Y'all, y'all keep praying, y'all. Keep, keep praying, praying for, for us. <laughs> all right, y'all. Until next time, take care and be blessed. Peace.